morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us today on Becca's World. I'm your host, Blind Becca, and today we're recording the next episode of The Blind View. And our main topic of discussion today is last night's presidential debate between President Donald J. Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden. So let's get started. How is everybody today? All right. Bye. <laughs> okay. Okay, so who would like to talk about how they felt or what they thought about last night's debate first? Well, this is Abby, and I have okay. one word for it, and it's called cluster. Would you like to it elaborate? Was, it was, <clears throat> well, I feel that both speakers did not know how to respect each other's uh, time space. They did not respect the moderator in the aspect that he would talk, they would talk over him. He would try to get control. They would not relinquish it. I think they need to take and make it where if you say you have two minutes, then they turn on them. I think they should turn on the microphones, give them their two minutes, and then turn off their microphones so that each person has you know, the ability to speak when it's their turn. And, the moderator, and then the moderator would have some type of control over, and so then maybe it wouldn't have been so screwy. Mm -hmm. Well, what I heard this morning is I believe that the, uh, the people who are running it, there are gonna be some new rules after the last night's debacle. And uh, it, last night, it was like I was telling everybody, I felt like an egg in the blender. My brain, by the end of it, was just so confused. And I, I was, it was just at my granddaughter's spelling bee. It, it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Uh, he was taking on instead of Joe Biden. He was taking on Wallace too at some parts of it. And I think Donald Trump. He came out attacking when he didn't need to. And I think Donald Trump hurt himself last night because when uh, the dementia was about to come out of Joe Biden. Uh, Donald Trump wouldn't interrupt him. So for us to all see Joe Biden's dementia problem, you need to have him to keep continuously to talk. And that's not going to happen if you cut him off. One thing about our president is our president is a very passionate man who loves this country. And he's trying to save this country just like all of us are who love America. And so, well, so that's what I saw in our president. And yeah, I know he was over the top because, because he's desperately trying to save our country. Well, my problem is... You know, I wish we had more of a of an unbiased moderator. You know, well, that's, but but Leon, you gotta realize that what that's what the media is, and that's what you, he knew that going into it, and mm -hmm. uh, so he should expect that, and he should be prepared for it. But sometimes, if you love America like Donald Trump does, you have to grin and bite your mouth to get through it and to state your case in an orderly fashion. If he had didn't done that last night, you can't. You can't win the election on the first debate, but you can certainly lose the election on the first debate. I agree with that. He did not lose the election last Very night. True. I don't, Very true. I don't think he lost the election, but I do think that his percentages will probably come down because, you know, these guys are supposed to be professionals. And I'm speaking of both of them, not one or the other. They were both right. calling each other liars, telling each other to shut up. What does that show our youth? Neither one of them well, presented the themselves. wasn't exactly running a fair 
and neutral debate. And he wasn't, I really felt like the questions were slanted in such a way that it didn't leave a lot of room for the kind of debate back and forth that could have created some, I don't know, maybe I, some good stuff last night. I agree with that also. I do well, believe that, you know, it was okay to bring up Trump's taxes, but when Trump brought up Biden's son's business affairs, uh, you know, that wasn't all right. And that's wrong. I totally disapprove that. You know, if you're going to judge one man for what happens in their financial world, then you need to take care of both. Yeah. It wasn't right for either candidate to bring up personal aspects of the, the other. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it should but be kept. But what's going on with Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, is totally legal. He has gotten money from China. He's gotten money from Ukraine. Now it came out last weekend that he got money from the mayor's wife from Russia, $3.5 million. And they have the record. They have the slip that they wired it to him. Joe Biden's son was kicked out of the Army or whatever military he was in because he was doing cocaine. He got kicked out and he, nobody would hire him. So daddy, with all these dealings with other foreign countries, all of a sudden now he's dealing with billions and billions and billions of dollars that are given to him. And that, that if Donald Trump's kids got that, if they get a piece of bubble gum, his kids will be in jail because the media would go after Donald Trump and his kids. But Joe Biden and his kids are given a slide. Ken. Yep. Yep. Go ahead. Um, oh, sorry. Can I, can I respond there? Um, I, I feel like um, it was, they definitely attacked each other on a personal level. And um, all of that is documented. And um, Joe Biden's son um, is guilty of those things. And um, a lot of the media, the media has attacked Trump's children directly as well. Baltimore so I time. think Wait, you guys Trump, want this? Trump had a right to go after <laughs> Joe's son um, to prove the double standard with the media. But it wasn't one of the issues that was brought up by the moderator, Chris Wallace. And that's what Chris Wallace was trying to say was that this wasn't really one of the questions. And so I think we need to keep more on what the the topics of last night's debate really were and how those were addressed were those actually factual responses now listen um this talk i mean corruption corruption is not okay at any point right and another thing that was discussed last night that i want to talk about is the record the performance records of these two candidates Yes. Joe Biden has a long history we can look at. What was it, 47 years? Yes, yes. Yeah. President Trump only years. has like three years of job performance as a president or as a political person to talk about here. So I think the voters can really look at these two men's job performance as politicians and see which who really has the better ideas and who's making the better decisions and who really has the best intention for America. Well, that's the problem, Becca. That's the problem trying to get 
very liberal um, voters to see that about Trump's record. That's the thing. Well, you cannot bring platforms like this or any other platform to discuss that. You know, what I right. do is holler and call you names and call you all kind of racist. And, you know, okay, I'm all, I'm all in the bag of chips. Okay, how come we can't sit down and, and talk about Trump's track record? Okay. Well, Donald Trump had that, he had a chance last night when Joe Biden called him a racist. And Joe and Donald Trump should have stopped him right there and said, Joe, you're the one that locked up all the black African-Americans in this country from the bill from 1996. I'm the one that had the, the, uh, the law, the, the, uh, the reform bill that. that he got passed. And then he could have said, he I'm the one that gave that, the, I'm the one that gave the $10 million to these black historic colleges that you and uh, Joe, Bi uh, you and Obama didn't do. I gave them $10 million so they can exist for the next 10 years. And I'm the one that turned the, uh, the unemployment for the black community in this country down to the lowest in the history. All this stuff he could have said, but he didn't do that. And I wish yeah. he would have come back yeah. and oh, said all that. Listen, President Trump couldn't say all that because he didn't have a chance to speak. Every time he tried to speak, he got cut off. But listen, we all know this stuff. And that's just what, I, that's what I'm pointing out. We all know the truth about President Trump's record, and we all know the truth of Joe Biden's record. And that's what I'm pointing out here. Any voter who looks at these two men's records will definitely cast their vote for President Trump. Unless They won't do that, though, Becca. They just, the, the, it's all about emotion. It's not about policy or what, or what Trump has accomplished. It's about emotion. It becomes a popularity and contest. And that's where uh -huh. people make their mistakes. Yes. Everybody needs to realize this is, is the most important election we have ever had in our history. We, and within the next five months, either we'll have Donald Trump as president and we will keep our freedoms that we got right now. Or we're going to be at war and civil war, which there's a possibility. Or number three, we're going to be slipping into Marxism and socialism. And that's we already why are. And it's, this is a scary time in our country right now. And it, there's a lot of people who just vote because it says a D on it. Some people vote because they're in an R by it. They need to do their research and come up with their own, what they want for their futures, for their grandchildren and their children, because it's yeah. that close. Well, yeah, you can no longer think about what happened yesterday and what's happening right now. You need to think about what you want to happen in the future. <clears throat> well, here's the thing. What we're doing right now under Marxism and socialism, what we're doing right now with this conversation will be illegal. It would. So let me tell you, this would not happen under socialism. We are speaking of our freedom, of our what we're thinking about and what we're talking about will be illegal. And that's crazy. Our right to Hell. vote would be taken away. We would be told how to vote. We would Hell, not be able to... Well, and that's why we would not be able to express ourselves because they would not want us to be able to think. So our then our, con so then our con but Sorry, let's talk about. Can we talk about? Yeah, can we talk about Obamacare? That came Hell, up yeah. in the debate. Oh my God! Yeah, that that now that's a real cluster F right there. You know, Obamacare. The I had in in twenty fourteen, it was eighty nine bucks a month. You know how much it is now? I checked it out last year, over five hundred bucks. Oh my gosh, our premiums HMO doubled plan. with Obamacare. My brother's paying 3000 a month for his premiums. Because he's got no. his wife and him and three other kids. So guys, 
I think we all apparently have issues with Obamacare, but when this was brought up last night and they accused President Trump of not having a plan in place to replace Obamacare with, how do you guys feel about that? He does have a plan. He does have a plan. Okay. The insurance companies wrote that plan for Obama. They don't want... you know, whoever uh, on charge of insurance. I, I, I agree that President Trump, he may not have uh, how many page long plan was Obamacare. You know what I mean? It, it was, was over 3,000 pages. Nobody could even read yeah. it, right? He may not have a 3,000 page bill that he's trying to ram through Congress like Obama and the Democrats did with Obama. Overnight. But I yeah. know President Trump is working on a very good plan because he's so smart. I'm sure that he's got something that he's working on and it will be coming forward very soon. And he did, what did he say? He eliminated the, uh, what is it, individual mandate? mandate? Which was the part that was really illegal and that was, you know, forced. The pre-existing stuff, yeah. Yeah. So, Um, because I can tell you, I couldn't get health care insurance because I made too much money with my alimony. Are you kidding? And my no, I I could not get insurance on on Obamacare, and I wasn't making any money um, as a disabled person, mm-hmm. and um, it was very frustrating. I went a couple years without insurance, mm-hmm. and I had so many medical bills that I could not afford, and had and it was just awful. Um, and that's, that's what scares me about keeping Obamacare. Do you, do you know what happens when you, when you first call it Obamacare line? What? The first few questions they ask you. What are the questions? In this country less than 30 days. No joke. That's Obamacare, one of the first questions that they will ask you. Obamacare works for people who doesn't work. For people who does work, it doesn't work for them. That's what's mm-hmm. set up for. That's who's going to hurt, get hurt the worst is people who, who don't have a job. Yeah, it may hurt them a little bit, but we've got to back it. You can walk in any hospital today, and by law, they have to treat you. By yeah. law. You, they cannot yes, turn you it's away. It's already there. It's already set up. So uh, Obamacare is a disaster. Was, it was shoved down our throats. Uh, he would not accept any Republican ideas at all. He told John McCain, I won the election. You didn't. So shut the fuck up. Yep. Even though I'm not really a John McCain fan, but. Okay. So let me point something out. Guys, when, when Obama said that to uh, John McCain, he was absolutely right. He won the election. So shut the fuck up. That's why we're having this Supreme Court right now. Exactly. So in other words, all these Democrats can exactly. shut the fuck up. Yep. And that is another topic that was brought up on the debate was, you know. Um, the Supreme Court. The, the, yeah. The appoint, yeah, about who had the privilege to appoint the new justice. Well, uh, like, that's the problem, like Ruth he Gator, is, he is, that's in the Constitution. That's his constitutional well, right. Just like Ruth G- Bader Ginsburg said, he is president for four years, not three years. And we mm-hmm. are in the re- Republicans are in control of the Senate, which four which years ago, Obama was not. So they they did their consent or whatever they did for Obama. said, we're not going to vote up on it. That's their right. 
And they did exactly what the Constitution said. And now the Republicans, they're doing exactly what the Democrats would do if they were in charge of the whole thing. So exactly. shut up the mother crapper up. Well, any party would take Anybody that responsibility. Would. Well, not only would they, but they should. Exactly. Because it's not we only the right, need, but it's their responsibility as, as having been voted in by the taxpayers. We're right. going to need and a nice judge people. because there's going to be some rulings over this sham of an election that we're having right now. Oh, they're, they're already trying to um, say that the, the Democrats are already trying to pull a bill in to, to limit the, um, the, the Supreme Court's terms. Yeah. It's not going to pass. Oh, really? It's in the Constitution. That's not going to happen because it's in I mean, the Constitution. they've had terms ever since I can remember. They've had li- since the beginning of our country. They can't. Yeah. They have to change it. The, they can't amend it. Well, they have well, to listen, have what the Democrats are trying to do is they want to pack the court, which means they want to add extra justices on there just so they can get more liberals on there to give them a liberal majority on the court instead of what is constitutionally allowed, which is what we have right now. Well, look, now, what right now, with, with now, right now, okay, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead, Leon. I'm looking at what they're trying to do with Washington, D.C. They're trying to make it a state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's wow. what the other, and, I forgot about that part, yeah. And, and then look at, what, look, at, look what California's doing. They're introducing um, legislation to, to lower the, um, the voting age to 16. Now, oh, I, I, now here's my view on voting. I mean, and if you are 18 years of age and you're old enough to be drafted and go to war, then you ought to be able to vote. That's right. And you ought to be able to, you know, make your adult decisions. And if you can't make those adult decisions and you can't vote till you're 21, then they ought to move the drafting age to 21. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. But 16-year-olds I mean, should not be voting in the election. No. No, they shouldn't. But if you're if you're old enough to go off to war, damn it, you're old enough to vote. I think if you're 18, you're old enough to be drafted. You're old enough to drink. It used to be like that, though. (laughs) Dad said it used to be, but then now it's not. It's not now. And I think I mean I personally I mean that's my view. If if you're old enough to go and die for my country, then you darn well ought to be able to open a beer. Okay, and guys. You darn well better be, be able to go pull that lever. I well, agree with you guys. That's all absolutely true. Have you heard well, about um, Trump's platinum plan for the black community? Oh, oh yeah, I oh, saw that program last week. Specifically, Leon, or well, yeah, specific. well, not just black, but like low impoverished communities. I just, I um, just, can you describe it in detail, Leon? He's going to give oh, what? I think anytime over five hundred billion. Five hundred billion dollars. And let me tell you to invest. In these, because in these low impoverished communities. Because it's President Trump doing it, we know it will actually bear a lot of fruit. Over but all that's of the these problem. decades, all these decades I've been alive, we've seen our lawmakers throw away how many trillions and trillions of our tax dollars on worthless crap that doesn't get us any benefit. But as long as well, President Trump is using the tax dollars, we know we'll get a lot of benefit from it. <clears throat> well, God thank your demon crash for that because well he his uh, they, don't want, they don't want it to succeed they, this country to fail they just they're evil you know but I, I'm I'm so surprised a lot of people can't see that you know well, here's, the thing is they think their plan is better they yeah. think it's going to succeed they don't they don't realize 
the fallout and that it's been tried in other countries. I keep thinking about um, division in other countries and um, things like the Berlin Wall, um, the Great Wall of China, um, the USSR compared to Russia, um, things like that. Um, we haven't reached that stage yet as a country. Um, maybe we need to divide and maybe that's what they're trying to say. And well, I don't want that to happen. But if we have another division, we're going to have another civil war. Yes. So and that's scarier than scary. Democrats yeah. have already, they it have a war room going on and they're already talking about California, the state of Washington and Oregon seceding from the union. They've got this going on. They're already, and if They've they been do, talking about it for a long time. If they go bye-bye, then you go over there. And once you're there, you can never come back over here. You're isolated. Right. I don't want your sorry ass back over here. Well, exactly. Hey, look at, you know, look what happened in Louisville last week. You know, what they just I already knew it was going to happen, no matter what the grand jury said. You know, um, they just started. Well, now they're going to reinvestigate. Well, it happened again in Portland, which we already knew that was going to happen. You know, New York, um, Atlanta, hell, even where they marched last week here, which I don't understand why. You don't even know the girl, but okay. You know, come, come November 4th, come hella high water, it's, it's going to be some crap. They keep blaming Trump for this division, and it goes back so much further than that. And... They, it's not Trump's fault. And he said some stupid things last night that um, egged people on. And that's what's sad about last night's debate. You know what? Well, I think he hurt himself. I'm he getting, did. I'm getting tired of listening to Biden accusing our president of throwing gasoline on the fire and flaming or infanning the flames of racism in America and all that stuff. I do not see our president doing any of that stuff. If I we, see anybody do that, no. it's the Donald, no. Donald Trump didn't start this. It all started with Barack Obama, with Ferguson, Baltimore, Oakland. Everybody forgets about all that crap yes. that will happen under, under uh, Obama and Biden. And it goes back to Clinton, though. Now, I will give I will give Chris Wallace a shout out about the question last night when he asked Biden if he had called any of the Democrat mayors or governors. And he goes, no. Well, why not? Well, I'm not president. No, but I'm you said last office. night, I am the, I am the, he said last night, I am the Democratic Party. Well, then, yeah, was you're scary. then I would have been calling over there and say, hey, you need to stop this crap. But he doesn't have the balls because Black Lives Matter and Antifa is the ones that are backing up Biden right now. And all they, those people are is the thugs for the Democratic Party. They're doing all the KKK bidding for the Democratic again. Party. I don't see KK out there. And what militia, what did Chris Wallace say about a militia? One kid in Minneapolis who was being attacked and protected himself from being murdered, shot and killed two people, probably because of his self-defense. And that's a militia. Go kiss my ass. Chris Wallace. Yep. And you know, I, I got attacked on that question a couple of weeks ago when I got called a coon, you know, by my own people, which I I stood that loose on the lady, but I had to respect I had other people around. You know, like 
like I told her, like I told her, Kyle Wittenhouse was not, he was not illegal. That, that legal, that rifle was legal. He was legal to have the rifle and self-defense is not against the law. That's right. I don't care what people say. If somebody breaks, if somebody's chasing you, you have a right to defend yourself. I don't give a damn if you, if you just walking outside saying, I hate, I hate all black people. They have no right to come chase you. Okay. At that point, you're being attacked. Your life is threatened. That's why we have a Second Amendment right. You turn around and you fire. God help us. I hope, I hope that never has to happen to any of us, but so be it. These people are sick in the, in the head, and I'm tired of it. Kyle Rittenhouse is not a terrorist, and no, I'm not defending him because he's white, and I'm an Uncle Tom. Again, if people read the damn book, Uncle Tom was the hero, but people don't read. Um, that, that's the problem. You know, people just are ignorant and stupid, and they, leave, they believe anything that, that the media says. Is that book still in the library? Um, you can get it off of, um, I think, <clears throat> NFB. What's that book? What's the no, I'm just, NF- oh, you mean Bard? Bard, yeah. Dang, I keep, yeah. it might uh, no, be I'm on just it. Asking Uncle Tom's Cabin. He, right, because, I, no, the reason I was asking was because of the, you know, they're taking certain books out of the library. Oh, well, you know what, you know, they, they might have taken it down, but, heck, I know Audible didn't, well, Audible might take it down. <laughs> I just didn't know, you know, mm-hmm. because... Because I know they said something about taking Gone with the Wind and... Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh they really took it down. They were, I got HBO Max. It's gone. Gone with the Wind is gone. Blazing Salads is gone. Yeah. And that's and, and, and a black hero. A black chef that's a hero. Yeah, and that's that's why oh, they... My God, man. But, we, but we've got that nice uh, little Netflix show uh, about those... Yeah, Cuties. Cuties, where all those little girls are being... Sick men are sitting at their homes doing whatever they're doing, watching that thing. Mm-hmm. That's okay. But see, that's disgusting. Well, but then, then, and then the Democratic Party in California says if you're 19 years old, you can have sex with a 10 year old and go, nothing happens to you now. Yeah, you don't have so, to register on a sex offender so list or anything. All that's that's going, that, California that's is disgusting. The petri, California is. is the petri dish of what's going to happen to America if we don't stop this shit now. And it's going to spread. And the Ob- and uh, O'Biden was talking about his green deal last night. In yeah. California, in the summertime, they have to have blackouts because they don't have any uh, natural gas anymore. They use all solar and wind. So they got to turn the power off because there's so much of a demand. So you're cooking in the summertime because you can't have uh, 72 degrees on your thermostat. Because there's not enough power anymore, and that's going to be nationwide. Look what the idiot governor did last the other day. He signed that law by 2035. They will not be selling any more gasoline-powered vehicles. But yeah. Okay. Good luck on. to you. <laughs> I, I talked to a guy the other day. I said, "Oh, you got an electric car? How many miles can you get on it? About 80 miles off of one charge." Oh, that makes sense. And how in the world are we going to fly across this country in an airplane when you can't have airplanes anymore? We're going to be put back. We're going to be riding horses and buggies. Thanks, yeah. Democratic Party. And idiots that vote for them. You know, well, hey, you know what? I would rather have to deal with a horse and buggy when I, if I get hit by that crossing the street rather than a car. Right? <laughs> you got, you, yeah, you'll hear that horse coming, won't you, Becca? The streets will be safer for us blind people if it's just yeah, horses. Well, you're right. Hey, at least we'll hear them clip-clopping and coming along. Watch yeah, where you and step. And we can pet the pretty ponies. You know, watch where you watch where you step. 
You know they um they're talking about how electrical <laughs> actually advanced. there would be there would be if that were the extreme that were the case there'd be another kind of bad air pollution with all the dry horsemen that were around being breathed in by asthmatics and other people with breathing problems. So the pollution That's very problem. true. You know, Thank um, you, Larry. The, the, the <laughs> Democrats are talking about um electrical this electrical that. Look, look what it yeah, I'm um, going with the horse and buggy thing. Uh, I was going with. Trees. I get you. We live in a we live in a free country, and everyone's going to have their own opinion, and everyone's going to think their solution is the best. And unfortunately, it's not going to work for everyone. And well, you're never going to make everyone 100 percent happy. You're right, Tim. That's true. But look what it, but look what it takes to to produce all the electrical crap. You know. You do more damage to the to the environment producing one one electrical car battery than you do with a gasoline. Yeah, what do you do with that battery after twenty years? It's been decoded, you know, degraded. It's all like those um, wind turbines. Um, just, just like those wind turbines. Um, you can't even destroy them. You got you have to bury them in the land for you. You guys, plus how much training is it going to take to retrain all of the workers that are already working at these plants? Mm -hmm. And are they going to? They're not going to be able to keep all of those workers they're gonna be mass layoffs um not to mention the states that can't support water um because they're in droughts um year round um, yeah. it's not possible you know so, like, like so i tell Kim, people what do you think electricity comes from throughout the rest of the through the country coal you know coal burns at a, at a high more power rate than wood and all of that crap it turns those steam turbines. That's how you get electricity. But people <laughs> don't research. They don't do the basic research. Well, natural you know? gas right now is the, the cheapest form of uh, yes. fuel. But the Democrats ha hate natural gas. And it is the, almost has a zero, almost a zero emissions. And they hate exactly. natural gas. Mm -hmm. Natural you know, gas automatically... You if you run a, if you run an electrical pot plant on natural gas, you have this where there is electricity. There's always the chance of a misgenerated spark, and you mix a spark with natural gas, and kaboom. Well, true, but I, I'm pretty sure they they know how to handle that. Okay, you know, so would you rather have a kaboom of a natural gas or a kaboom of a nuclear power plant? I'll take the natural gas every well, day. You're more likely to get an explosion. You're more likely to get an explosion from a mislaid spark from a natural gas than you are. Well, uh, nuclear hasn't uh, happened yet. Not gonna really worry. Well, about it. Very true. It's, it's well, better I sure than solar. It's way better than solar to me. You know, and look at the wind turbines killing all those birds. Oh, got to worry about the birds now. Don't get the environmentalists going. No, they do. Um, um, go to that big wind um, um, farm here in, in Freeport, Texas. I can see all the pole of the birds that got that crushed under the um, blades. I'm like, wow! And this and this is most safer. Yeah, oh uh, yeah. Half of the half the one half the wind turbines in California don't even work. Mm-hmm. You know, to that's my solar farms and all that's that. That's unfortunately crap. true. And I believe by 2025, they're supposed to have 60% of their power done by renewables. So now it's even going to get even worse in California in 2025. Well, and didn't, uh, 
didn't the governor just come out too and say that he's banning um, traditional gasoline yeah. vehicles? Yeah, twenty thirty five. It would not be. It would not be. It would not be sold in the, in the state of California. But so they can buy a gas operated vehicle. No. Yes, that's right. They won't be able to do that. Um, there's no transition. Nothing but like that. Do you oh, guys okay. realize that Uber and Lyft cannot even work in California? You can't get a Lyft ride or Uber ride yeah, in California. Remember, so how remember, many blind um, people are affected by that? Oh, I remember, know. Tim, I did that a couple of weeks ago on a blind view. Yeah, because of the um the the con I mean the, the employment thing because they have to be full time employees. They have to be full time employees, and if you're not yeah. full you cannot work for Uber or Lyft. So they don't exist in California. How many blind people are affected by that? So one hundred fifty thousand people lost it. They, they lost income like that. Yep. Not just blind people, all disabled people in general. Disabled, because right. taxi cabs are expensive as crap. And taxi cabs suck too. Yes, they they got puke in there. Yep. Gross. You have crabby drivers who are dealing with rude and crabby dispatchers, and as as a blind person, you have to deal with the dispatcher and the crabby driver, and delays. And, and you're going a long way around too. Yeah. So, like I said, the petri dish of the America future is California, and look how great they're like three hundred billion dollars in that deficit right now, and that's if what Nancy we, Pelosi wants. If we wants. elect Biden, that is a picture of America's future. That yes. So, and Nancy Pelosi wants. That's why we're being held up right now for this next stimulus package because oh, uh, Pelosi wants to give bail out California from their debt, Illinois, New York, and New Jersey, and put it on American taxpayers' back so they can pay off all these pensions that they couldn't write a check for all these all these years. Yeah. So that's because what they mismanaged be, their funds. They mismanaged. They overpromised. So they that's want us state, to bail them out. That's those state responsibility. That's not our that's responsibility. Right. And everybody needs to if you're hey, disabled, you know, but it'll about, become our responsibility. <laughs> we're don't the disabled. Don't even about the defunding the police campaign going across this country. And the yeah. disabled need to realize that we're going to be cut soon because eventually they're going to have to cut us to pay all the other stuff. We're going to yep. be the first ones hurt of all yeah. these radical liberal stuff they always say oh we'll take care no they're not they're going to cut our benefits and then but, we're going to be the ones Tim, that's why we're the ones a lot of the disabled community stop voting democrat you know stop well stop voting by period just because of a letter but look into the policies they want in you know signing you know the more people who are working the better the disabled are because there's more people working because they're the ones that pay our monthly check that we get every week that's right. month from social well, security listen listen also when there's more job demand there's more opportunities for blind people for disabled yes if, yeah for for disabled because if you have skills and if you have abilities You'll be able to get a job a lot easier if there's a high demand for jobs. Right. Yeah. I don't say that, but. but well, but before the COVID-19, the, the, there was the lowest uh, unemployment rate for the disabled in this country. Everybody's mm -hmm. unemployment was the cheap. Was the oh, lowest. yeah. yeah all so the, we'll be the last one to recover from all this. The disabled will be the first one to get hit and the last one to recover. Which means we may never recover. We may never yeah. recover. 
Exactly. Yeah, Joe because Biden's we were elected. Already, we were already so far in the red anyway. Yeah. Yep. That's like, but, but do, you, do you guys feel like, like what President Trump has been doing has been helping the disabled community? Yeah. I, yeah. I do. Just like Tim said, with the economy goes strong, we do well. Mm-hmm. Just like right now, since this stupid coronavirus crap is, I can't even go to work right now. You know, it, it ain't much, but it's something. You know, I can't even go to school. To, I, hell, they just opened up my school Monday. And still, and I still can't go there to get my money, to, to go to work. I'm, I'm tired of staying here and doing class online. I'm tired of this crap. I want to mingle around and do something, man. I'm tired of, you know, doing class on a stupid computer. And I got to, I'm, I'm tired of doing team meetings, you know. I mean, humans are not meant to, to be this. We're meant to be social, social people. <laughs> Well, not, who in the hell is banging them drums outside? Oh, God damn it. These people get on my nerves. <laughs> Talk to these people. Trying to do a damn meeting. These sons of bitches want to. God damn it. <laughs> oh, Lord. I think we're going to hear some cuss words. <laughs> Disney, uh, just announced, Disney just announced 28. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because they, they sat there and they begged the California. Um, uh, governor last weekend, please let us open. Please let us open. They won't let him do it. So guess what? Nope. Because they, the Democrats want to cause as much pain right now as they can squeeze. And the sad Here, thing, Tim, is that Disney has been able to open a lot of their parks um, in other countries and successfully with modifications in Florida and they, yeah, they opened in they possible. opened in they opened in Florida, but because of California's refusal to open Disneyland, they can't. The Florida uh, park is not paying as well as they would have liked. And right. And, well, you think it would do better because everybody would come to Florida to go to Disney since they can't go to California. Well, can't, it's limited. The governor in Florida oh. last weekend has opened up. The whole state now. So it's mm-hmm. almost back to full capacity. And I think he's doing that because they've turned the curve in Florida. Here in Georgia, we're, we're doing great in Georgia now. And we were one of the first states in the union to come out and say, okay, we're going to open up. We were the first one. And we got bashed by the media. We got You got a hick governor because they made fun of his accent and all that crap. Well, f- screw you, media. Everybody needs to realize the media is the enemy of the state. They're already state-run TV. Don't believe a damn thing they tell you. Yeah, That's Texas why I don't watch a lot of TV anymore. Yep, Texas is doing we, – we opened up – well, hell, um, they, they, they talked about our governor since he's in a wheelchair. You know, you're making fun of a, of a disabled person. But that's okay because it's the Democrats making fun of the disabled. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, guys, if you guys want to see reliable media coverage, I just want to tell our viewers you guys can go on and look at YouTubers. There are independent YouTubers who can give you good information. Yeah, that's where I get most of my info from. I don't even look at, I don't even turn the TV on except for, except for local news. Even I don't well, even watch them. Well, we have, we watch Fox News, but that's about all we watch on the TV, dude. Well, actually, we watch we watch uh, Martin reruns 
on VH1. I love Martin. <laughs> yeah, that's a funny Every show. morning I'm on my treadmill and my boyfriend turns Martin on in the bedroom and I watch Martin while I use my treadmill. Oh, how fun. Nope, I'm, I'm, I'm a married with children type of guy. You're what, man? Married with I children. Oh, married with children. I tend to read oh, more man. than I watch TV. I'll probably turn on the TV maybe once every two or three weeks. Oh, I used to, I didn't even watch TV until my boyfriend moved in. <laughs> I used to read all the time too, Larry. I still read a lot. That's what I do. I read. Larry, have you listened to my Audible book and my first book? Did you know what's out there? I, I bought, I, I, I bought the, uh, I bought the, I bought your first book uh, when it came out in Kindle form or iBooks. Uh, oh, I bought it on iBooks years ago. We did. We did. I or just Apple got the books. Audible, I just got the Audible version of it done. If you guys want to go check it out, and I just I heard I, the clips that you put up uh, from uh, about the Audible version. Did you like that? Yeah, uh, she 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 did well. Mm -hmm. Well, I will definitely go check that out on Audible. Great. I Abby. thought it was well read. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I just finished my second book. I'm in the editing process of it right now. But now that I know how to get a book put on Audible, I'll get this one up on Audible ASAP. Nice. Well, they both will go in my library, Becca. Now, <laughs> getting, it to getting it to Bard is going to be a different thing because it, it has mm -hmm. to go through a Maybe not because Bard, Bard now is not transposing a lot of their books. They are using they use uh, a lot of Audible books, but I think I think Bard contacts Audible and and requests to use the book for right, the they get permission. For this. Yeah. yeah, they are using Audible books now. You know, mm -hmm. directly from the Audible company itself, not just mm -hmm. other recording studios. They are using Right. They say it's commercial, you know. Commercial um, books. Yes. I'll be right back. That's FedEx with my ammunition. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we know somebody's got some ammo on this uh, program. Oh, oh Timmy has Oh, that Leon does. <laughs> yeah. Timmy has ammo, too. <sighs> Well, hey guys, I've got a quick minute. I wanted to share with you the great news that you can now get my first book, Because You're Blind, in hardcover, paperback, and on Audible. See the links below. This is the story of what it was like waking up blind at the age of 12, and then several years later being stripped of my constitutional rights by my parents. And it's the story of how I had to fight to get my constitutional rights back. It's a very powerful story and I encourage you to listen to it and the first 50 people who email me will get a free download of the audible version and all you have to do is go on and write a review on Amazon for me thank you very much and now back to the blind view I wanted to you know I got kind of excited um what day was that was it Monday when um I went to the NFB um email they, it was a, um, a nationwide email about blind people with guns. I'm like, this is this is my topic. I'll be down. They finally decided to do it. So one blind lady, she went hunting the other day in Fort Worth and she was excited about it and she was she asked the question, can blind people own guns? So I typed in there, hell yeah we can. I'm I'm 
living proof of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell you, if you want to know how to, you know, get guns and stuff, let me know. Then, uh, then other people chimed in that they were blind with guns. I'm like, I'll be damned. Mm-hmm. Well, if I'd have known this in Texas, boy, we could have had a, a, a good old hoot nanny down here. The old party, couldn't you, Leon? Uh, yep. You know, there. I've been a blind gun owner for a long time, and I've also <laughs> been a member of the NFB for a long time, and I don't know of any parts of the NFB that are support um, the Second Amendment right of blind people, but I definitely feel it's a, an important issue. Mm-hmm. You know? I so tell you, Terry? You know, huh? What did you say, Abby? Um, I just wondered if you and you and or Leon have permits to carry. Yes, I do. I haven't gone out to get one, but I am sure I could. I mean, Arizona is an open carry state. Mm. So what does that mean? You don't have to have a permit. You can just carry. Yes. Or, or, or does that mean you have to have it visible? Isn't that well? It's like like, like in Georgia. Visible, you can't in have Georgia. In Georgia, we're open carry, but if like you're in a car, it. you have to have it on a seat, the car seat. Uh, it's got to be visible out in the open. Tim, do you right. see that? Oh yeah. I'm for gun. I'm for gun rights. Sorry, the only I reason it. I I'm for gun rights. The only thing. The only reason I don't. Is because I know what a I know what a gun can do, and I don't want to be responsible for that. Well, that's responsible of you, Larry. Good for you. Well, uh, I feel yeah. But at four in the morning, when somebody's breaking in your house, like I did, what a couple of months ago, somebody yep. tried to break in my back back in my back of my house in the back door. I grabbed my gun and I was on the phone with nine one one, and she said if they open that door, just unload. Yep. And baby. I, and the cops showed up. She said, "When they show up, put your gun down." But you, if somebody's breaking your house and you don't have a gun, uh, they're not going to come in there and play TikTok, you know, tic tac toe with you. They're in there to you do know, some bad um, stuff. I, I was watching this video on 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 Dennis Prager. He's a real good conservative. Watching on YouTube, he did a video about eight months ago, and it's about and he went to these liberals about they don't like they don't like guns and they don't understand why people have guns. And this one girl had to ask the most, she had the most dumbest idea. Well, know what she said? Well, not idea, but about, about people owning guns. She said, I don't need to own a gun because I'm not a bad person, so no, nothing bad would have happened to me. That is, um, no, that is not, that makes her a target. Exactly. You, know, you might as well put a sign outside that says gun free. Yeah, come on over. A sign that says come rob me. Well, that's why I mean, I, I, there's a lot of these gun-free zones, and they got signs out. And a lot of crime happens in those gun-free zones. Yeah. A lot. You know, like yesterday, just around the corner from me, the, the, the ABC News helicopter was flying around. Two idiots tried to rob a um, corner store. The clerk killed one of them, shot him in the head, and then shot the other one. This is right the I, mean, I, could, I could literally walk to the store right now. You know, and I tell people, please and please use those Second Amendment rights. It is it's getting crazy and crazy out there every day, especially with these with these idiots ganging up on people. You know, hell, I got two guns right here. Actually, three guns right here on my bed right now. I need to put one of them up, but but everybody knows. In a minute. 
we if 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 the courts are stacked in the Supreme Court, most likely we're going to lose our Second Amendment. And without the Second Amendment, you don't have the First Amendment anymore. Freedom of speech. It's over. And so we're that close to losing this country. And it's scary as hell. And I'm not scared for me. I'll be dead in 15, 20 years. But I'm scared for my grandkids. That's what actually divides the country, Tim. Yeah. You know, know, and every time something happens, like a little idiot shoots up to school, what's the first thing to go after? Guns. You know the gun. The gun didn't. The gun didn't do it. The per, you know, when a drunk driver gets into an accident, you don't blame the car. You blame the driver, don't you? That's right. Well, I was talking. So why to do you blame the, the gun for the shooting? I was talking to somebody in Britain the other day, and they don't have guns over there. But now everybody's stabbing each other with knives. So what are they going to do? Outlaw knives next? Yep, they are. Yeah. And yes, shootings. Yeah. Shootings. Mass shootings do happen over in Britain. The guns are getting to the to various people who want them, so they're there. They're there. Well, but you can, I mean, I'm sorry, but if you can, a criminal can get whatever they want and when they want it, a lot easier on the illegal market than what somebody. And a lawful citizen. Mm-hmm. But ta- exactly. taking away the rights of law-abiding citizens to defend themselves. Doesn't make any sense. But that's the but that's the point. That that's the what's what the Democrats want. You know, look at look at the cities with the other states with the most craziest gun laws. The crime is 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 is, is, is through the roof. You know, look at New Jersey and um, New York. Look what you got to do to even get a gun. You know, you got to get this permit. No, no I'm sorry. First, you got to take a safety course. Then you got to go get a permit for that for that type of gun. Then you still got to go get a um. What was that? Go to your local sheriff and get a um a license to carry, which he might not give to you for a whole nother two years. You know, it's ridiculous. You know, but here in Texas, all you need is, is, is an ID, pay for your gun, you can shoot it within, within 10, 15 minutes of getting it. You know, I, we, we don't have crime like that. We don't have no 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 drive-by shootings like that, like they do in Chicago and crap. You know I spent enough time I spent enough time as a kid with my grandfather and my uncles to know basic gun safety. Everybody should know it, but a lot of these people that are getting guns don't know shit about gun safety. That's well, true. I think gun I think gun safety is a very good idea. I well, got no yeah, problem. Like my dad said when he was a kid, they, they, he used to bring his rifle to to the school because he used to go hunting right after school. Yeah, you know, guys, it's like right I, now during deer season, like right now, yeah, he used to bring his rifle to the school and just go straight to the right after class. Guys, I totally agree with you guys about gun safety. And here's the thing, as a blind person, my stepmother was a gun safety instructor before I went blind and after I went blind, right? And I grew up in a family of hunters and my husband is a hunter. But when I went blind, you know, fortunately some of the people around me, um, well, I shouldn't say they really closed me out of the, no, no one really told me I couldn't shoot, but I wasn't invited to participate until I met my husband. Then my husband like invited me to participate in the hunting, right? And I discovered as a blind person that we can learn how to handle guns safely because the thing is, the gun doesn't shoot unless you make it shoot. You know what I mean? Right. But and I encourage our blind heads. viewers to seek out hunter safety courses. And if you're a hunter safety instructor, I encourage you to think outside the box and work with those blind people who are seeking safe hunt, under safety I'm training. trying to, but Beck, I'm working on that myself here in, 
in Texas. I'm trying to become a a, a, a licensed instructor. Uh huh. You know, because I can tell any. I don't care if you dis, it's disabled or even not disabled. I was hell. I've gotten people to go get guns they never thought about getting them. They say, you know what, Leon? I thank you for that. You know, I never thought about getting a gun because I was always, you know, thought that I would be judged by going into a gun store. I'm like, I don't know why. That, that's that short. You are an American, ain't you? Yeah, well, hell, enjoy your rights. Mm -hmm. California. Enjoy them while you got them. It's in California, right? Now. I'm sorry. But I don't consider America. I'm, I can't do well. I'll take that back. I don't take the coastal part of California as America. That's the communist part. Well, inland is more of a. It's more Cal it's more of America. You know? you know, guys, talking about our rights of being able to just walk into a gun store and buy a gun just reminds me of how special it is that as Americans, we have had these rights. You know what I mean? And yep. I just want to make sure and remind our viewers how precious these rights are and, and make sure they understand how fortunate we are to live here in the United States of America and have these rights. And it's so important that we not lose them, that we fight to protect them and defend them. Yeah. You know, That's I got to any right, all yeah. over. Oh, go ahead. Um, who was that, Abby? That's uh, Kim. Okay. You know, that's any. I think that could be said about any right, Becca. Um, the right to to vote. Mm -hmm. Even a lot of people are are worried about getting their voices heard right now in this election, especially, um, because they're they don't have the right um, ballots available to them, um, and a lot of states aren't providing those ballots to them. Um, accessible voting isn't a thing everywhere. Um, and that's something that needs to be a forefront. Um, it is available to our military, but it's not to um, all print disabled people. Well, I heard Ira has a thing where, where you can't go in there, um, you know, which are, you, you know, Ira doesn't do the glasses anymore. So mm -hmm. I, got, I got a souvenir now, I got expensive souvenir. But you know, um, but you can't use, ah, you can't use Be My Eyes or Hour in the voting booth, as long as you got right. um, headphones to use it. So you can use it, you know, but it's- well, We just have to plug headsets into our voting machine and it'll somehow become accessible. Mm -hmm. There are people, yeah. That yeah, I, but early voting, Early voting starts for us on Feb on October 19th here in Florida. I'll be down at my library, at my local library, using the voting machine there. Because that's okay. what I'll have in two weeks. Good. It works. I've never early voted, but I'm going to try to get in on that this year. So hopefully I can make sure my vote is counted. There are people but that are afraid that their vote won't be counted. Even if I didn't do the early voting and actually went on election day, I would vote because one, as a blind person, now here's an interesting tip of the mail-in val val ballot thing. Susie and I are both blind, totally. Yeah. Except, for, mm -hmm. except for a little light perception Susie has, but we're totally blind, okay? Mm -hmm. We also, yes, we can't fill out those ballots, 
without mm-hmm. some somebody sided coming over to help us. And we don't have any close sighted person to come over and help us do that. The second thing is too, we could fill out an online ballot. We don't mm-hmm. have a printer to print it out and mail it off because we don't have any stamps because we're far away from the post office. So yeah, we'll go down and vote just because it's the most practical. And for the blind community, if you have accessible machines or ways to vote, that's mm-hmm. the most practical. The mm-hmm. mail-in yeah. ballots for the for the blind and some some vision some visually disabled people, not all. Some is crap. It's not it's not an answer. You're right. And not everybody reads Braille. That is true. And the Braille ballot in our in Arizona is different than the print ballot. Are you serious? I've never yes. seen a Braille ballot. Um, it has it has other wording on it that is not um, on the print ballot. That's, um, that's not right. It's not right. And we have advocated to have it removed, but it it doesn't ever seem to to happen. Um, so um, there. So the the option for for us in Arizona for truly accessible voting is to go to a, a polling place and use the accessible machine to va- to to vote. Um, but. Um, there are people that are afraid to leave their homes still. There are people that can't leave their homes and they prefer the mail-in ballot. And it's not, they there's other than having somebody, um, a stranger come to their house and help them fill it out for them. There's no other option. And who says that the stranger doesn't put in the wrong vote? That's, no. that's the questionable thing. And you know, you know what I mean? funny thing about that mail-in thing they even they they tell me make sure I get my mail and I'm like I text them back hell no I don't know what what um what campaign thing you sent that in to me or what organization but I text them hell no I'm going in person you know it, stop I don't think I thought that was against the law to do that I well, think there's a lot of things we think and they aren't yeah. <laughs> now when. People, when they have somebody come to your home here in the state of Indiana, or at least the county where I live, mm-hmm. they send two people. They send a Republican and they send a Democrat. a Democrat. Yes. And then that way they view uh, the ballot, you know. Well, they're doing it the right rest. then, Abby. They're doing it right. That's what they do here too. Right. So, I mean, so then that's how you know that like like the republicans filling out your ballot the democrat could say no wait a minute she said check this box you know and the republican will be like no she said check this box so then you know you just speak up and say i said check this box <laughs> they, they can they they make the other accountable you know if that's what's supposed to happen <laughs> right that's well, I mean, one Hopefully you don't want to be two people mud wrestling in your living room. In no doubt. 
Well, like no, that's like, what happened during the debate the last night. It's one of the things about the accessible voting here in Florida <laughs> that I like. Now, I, I first started voting when I lived in California, and we had the punch card ballot thing where my dad actually had to go in and while, you know, he, you know, he, he punched what I told him, I still had to rely on somebody else. This one, right. this time I'm voting with these. I like this. I'm not revealing my answers to anybody but me, myself, and I on that piece of paper. Oh, are you talking about um, on a Braille card, Larry? Hmm? Are you talking about on a Braille card? No, 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 the, no, the, uh, the ballots on the, uh, the accessible machine, the accessible voting booth. Mm-hmm. No, it's like, um, it's like an old Tommy, um, like a timestamp card when you go on to work, it's, but you have like a little pen. And you oh, put, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it's a punch card. You wanna, you, yeah. Yeah, it's a punch card. That's how they did it in California when I lived in California. Yeah, it was like that here too in the 90s when I started going to the boat booth with my parents. But same here. Everything's electronic now. So like I said, you go in there, they give you a little um a little receipt with the little number on access code. You go into the booth and you um put the headphones on and um keep yeah, so can you get yeah. to what you want want to hear and keep hit enter, enter, enter. At the end it'll it'll take go over all of your um your your ballots, um all of your um what you voted for, and they cast ballots, then you're out the door. It's awesome. I love it. Well, and then they print. Ours works. You push the big button, and then you print it, and then you go stick it in the actual box. Yes. Oh, really? The print. You have to sign it and stick it in the actual box. Yeah. Yeah, that's how that's how we do it. It prints out, and you see the ballot. You go stick it in the box. Yes. Yep. Hmm. I have to remember to call my elections office today because I need to verify where I need to go on election day to vote, and I want to make sure they're going to have an accessible booth available. And I want to see if I can get in on early voting. Becca, what you might be able to do is check you know, with your elections office and lots of li- local public libraries uh, do have uh, right. Not in not in Arizona. My the first the first the only election I've lived here for was one four years ago and I voted absentee ballot then. So this is literally gonna be the first time I'm going to use an accessible voting booth. I just don't know and because my kids didn't I mean they went to private school here, not the nearest school district to the house. I don't know where the nearest school is even. You so. would probably I mean you could possibly check with your county clerk. Well, I, I know. I'll just call the elections office. They can definitely tell me. It's just I keep forgetting because right. I'm busy every day. Yeah. I and have a phone number, Becca. I can send it to you. Oh, that would be great, Kim. Yeah. Because yeah, I definitely need to call him today because if I keep yes. forgetting, I'm going to run out of time. And I need, you know, as a blind person, we need to pre-plan. How well, because you only have until the 5th. Is the 5th when it, early voting ends on the 5th? That's the deadline to register. Oh, you have to register for early voting? No, no, yeah, you voted, no, you have to register for voting. If you voted I, in the previous election, you should I've already, already be registered to vote. But I've never done early voting. I just need to learn. But if you're if you're changing your if you're changing your status, they'll need to know by the fifth. Okay. Well, I don't think I chose a status, so. 
But um, anyway, I just need to call my elections office and get my questions answered so that I make sure, because I do yeah. want to try to get in for early voting. I just don't know if early voting is just one day or if it starts on one day and continues until election day. And it, goes, them, it, usually, it usually starts and it goes from a certain day up into <laughs> up through before election day. It's not just one day. And, and so That's can you go any time during the normal business hours during all those days, or are there only certain days during the time? Sometimes there. And like I said, I also don't know which location to go to. So this is why I definitely just need to call my elections office this afternoon. I've got ask them for an accessible uh, voting ballot. They won't be able to. They won't be able to provide it to you. I, I actually was just going to use one of the accessible voting booths, Kim. So they they won't be able to provide it to you, and that and they need to take down your name, you said and then that way when the NFB when the when the NFB um when um because there's a call to action right now with the NFB of Arizona. So are you saying to me that when I go and try to use an accessible voting booth, that they are going to deny me, and I'll have to get the NFB involved? No, um, okay. I'll I'll contact you after this and okay. let you know. Okay. Because I don't think I need anything from the NFB unless they try to refuse me access to an accessible voting booth. And if they do, no, you can go. You can physically go to the poll. Oh yeah, that's what I plan on doing. But mm -hmm. I'd like to okay. get the early voting so I can avoid the rush on election day. You know what I mean? Right. But you want to make sure it's working. Right. Right. But I also don't know what the I don't know what location to go to, and that's what I need to find out first. Mm -hmm. And then I need to find out what days I can go, and then yeah, I'll. And I, my understanding is, is that as a voter, I should go there with the expectation that there should be an accessible booth on site that is in working order. That is my understanding as an NFB member. And it's always been that way to my understanding. Yeah. Now, it's not always that way, but that's what we are supposed to expect. And that's, you know what I mean? It's what we expect, but it isn't always that way. And I have a feeling we're going to have a lot of down machines this year. Which is why I want to try to get in early, because if the early voting falls through, I can still try to make election day, you know? Yeah. That's what you want, early voting. Um, plus, now, plus, you can have the security of no. You've cast your vote. Now you can sit back and not worry about it. You're done. You've done your part. Yep, and I think if I get my vote in there earlier, it'll be more likely to be counted and not brushed to the side, you know? Right. That's why I tell people to get their taxes done early. What'd you say, Kim? <laughs> That's why I tell people to get their taxes done early. Yeah. Then <laughs> your taxes get counted. <laughs> That's right. Um, if if you go out and vote early, remember that that's giving them um, the opportunity to count your vote um, ahead of time. And it's giving the Democratic Party or the Republican Party a heads up as to where they need to send more representatives um, to um, to make more political speeches, to um, actually to send more uh, voters to vote. And they will. They'll they'll bus them in busloads to that polling place to vote and it'll overload their their area and it'll take forever for them to count all those votes from that one polling place and your vote may not get counted right away or as early as you thought. Wow. Or to cheat with ballots. Yes. 
I have well, a question. In my area where I vote at, it's highly, highly liberal. Again, like I explained to some people before, as soon as you drive up to this polling place here, it's literally staunch with um, Democratic signs throughout the whole driveway. Like, even when you drive up, they're giving you judges and representatives of the, that are Democrat. Hell, even Shirley Jackson Lee will show up at that moo cow. But anyway, um, what did you call her? A moo cow. I thought you said moo. Stand that lady. You know, <laughs> she, what she said last year really just solidified my my answer. She said the AR fifteen where the ten boxes. I'm like you did. <laughs> exactly what well, she that said. might be another subject, but but I have a question um, that was brought up last night on the debate. Um, President Trump had mentioned that he had poll watchers um, going into some of the voting places. What is it? What did he mean by he had some poll, poll watchers, watchers that are got kicked who out? Go in, they go in and make sure that all the whole system's set up properly. They're watching how everybody's running that that uh, that polling place, no and they were actually nobody. they were threatened and kicked out of that. They were kicked place. out. He said. Yes, they were threatened and kicked out and intimidated and was not allowed to go back in to see what was going on behind the scenes. It's similar to what happened with like Planned Parenthood a few years ago where they would send people in to see about abortions and um, they weren't really there for an abortion, but they wanted to see if it was actually being offered as a late term option. And um, and it, it was, um, obviously. And um, so they shut that down with Planned Parenthood. But um, now we now we're it's happening with our polling places where they're they're sending in now we have to send in people to to monitor our our polling booths and make sure that they're operating the way they're supposed to according to um, laws that are set in place and if you're um, going there to vote you have you you do have to be able to prove who you are. Um, I know here it used to be you show your ID and a, a bill or something to uh, a utility bill to to show that um, you live where you live um, or your your voter ID and your utility bill. Um, but I don't know how that works um, as a um, as a disabled person or a blind person. You'll probably still have to show two forms of ID. Um, is my is my understanding because we're all the same american citizen um and your your voter id does identify you which identify you as to which party you belong to people worry about anonymity and right away they already know what party you're voting for kim this voter uh, id we're talking about is there an id card i have to go get in order to go no vote? just show your license no. Just okay. show your license and a utility bill. Okay. Yeah, I, I remember I when I voted when I voted in the Florida primary in August. Uh, all I had to show was my uh, photo ID, my state ID. Yep. What they do right, in that's Texas? That's all I had to show when I voted early. Was my you ID. Go vote, um, you just show um, hand them your 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 any kind of ID, you know, a state issue ID. 
and they run it through a scanner to see if it, if it's a, a valid ID. Other than you know, it goes green if it make a little ding. If it don't, it make a little like a like like a deny sound, and then you can't vote. And it says on my ID what party I'm affiliated with. On um, uh, so it's all shown there. Right. Has any of it's you? It's on your of ID. It, on some states, it is on your ID. That's why people people that are worried about anonymity, they it's already identified. Right. Yeah. Well, and they have you sign a book that says yeah. They write, they write you in the Democrat book, or they write you in the Republican. In the Republican. Book. Oh, exactly. In the primary. That shit. Yeah, in the primary, they put you in a Republican book or a Democrat book. Well, now in the general election, you can do whatever you want, but. In the primary, the you have to pick one or the other. Mm -hmm. Because when I voted in the primary in March, they, they or I walked up. She said, "What party are you voting for? Democrat or Republican?" I said, "Republican." Again, a little. She got a little attitude with me, but again, and I, she gave you a Republican ballot. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so, so do you guys know the difference between? I'm just guessing here, but do you guys know the difference between a Republican and a Democratic ballot in a primary election? Everybody's yes. name on a on a Republican ballot. It's all Republicans. There's no Democrats name on it. Right. Same thing for a Democrat. Right. So you right. don't you can't cross vote. So that's why that's why they do it like that in a primary yes. election. That's why they say, "Are you Democrat or Republican?" Because right. that's why. Yeah. Now, so but in the primary in the the but general, in the general election, election, you can you vote for whoever you want to. Right in the general, you can cross vote. Yeah. So when you go to the go up to vote for the general, they don't say to you what party. Well, you're Actually, here no, in because Texas, you can vote either way in the general. Sorry, Leon, I talked over you. That's okay. Here in Texas, on for like the general election, it says vote straight Republican Party, vote straight um, Democratic Party. So if yeah. you tap either one, it'll, it'll, it'll automatically select, you know, like straight Republican to straight uh, select all right, the Right, you can do a straight ticket. Mm -hmm. but, but if you go down farther, you have the options of choosing each candidate. Mm-hmm. Well, have you all seen what's going on in Minneapolis, Minnesota with the Congresswoman Ilmar Omar, the lady from Somalia who's Muslim, who is actually buying ballots by thousands and illegally voting for these people. She's got yeah. caught by Project Veritas this past week. They have it on tape with all the workers admitting what they're doing and how it's being done. Yeah, we all know about Ilhan Omar, the Uganda nightmare. Yeah, she's uh, crazy. It's being done just like the votes. The uh, the the votes were found in the ditch in Wisconsin last week by the police. There was a bunch of ballots. Donald Trump the other day had ballots thrown in a trash can. Who were uh, they were uh, military ballots were thrown away in Pennsylvania. It's Texas got caught yesterday. There's somebody also who's trying to run a, a ballot scheme in Texas, and he works for uh, Joe Biden's team. So the the FBI coming out saying there is no uh, nothing going on with with stealing the ballots. I believe he's part of the system that wants to get rid of Donald Trump, and they'll say anything they can because they are part of the swamp that Donald Trump's trying to get rid of. So don't believe everything, but there is cheating going on in this election, and it's being done and in, in, out in the open, and nothing's being done about it. Well, um, yeah, I seen that on Project Red the other day. 
you know. Um, but that goes to show you got these, these these people come from overseas and get into our government, and then hell, Minneapolis isn't is nothing but little Somalia now. Well, that they don't understand that they've got freedoms over here, that they still think they're in Somalia, and so they're being oppressed over there, and now they're being oppressed over here by Ilmar Omar because she knows they'll do it. And so she gives yeah. them three or $400 for that ballot, and they walk away. And that, that yeah. guy the other day had 400 ballots in his car, 400 ballots. They couldn't believe it, and he's bragging about it. You're talking, about, you're talking about everything's about money. That's all they kept saying. You got to have money in this country. Yep, so, got to have money. So she's she, she she hates America. She'll tell you she hates America. She wants to bring down America, and and she's one of the five, the uh, OAC, and you got that other uh, woman from uh, I think Michigan. And they're terrible people. They're cheating out in the open, and nothing's being done about it. Yeah. So why can't we kick them out of the country? Well, I think the FBI, the, the police department because in Minneapolis. They have, because they have money and because they, can, they have influence. They'll, the, police in Min- the police is investigating Minneapolis, and she's found out she ought to be lose her job. She ought to be deported back to Somalia, and she can be whatever over there she wants to be. She's the one that also married her brother. This came out uh, about six months ago. Married her brother to get him over here. It's sick. Yep. Yep. Um, isn't that illegal? Uh, yep. Yeah. That's just nasty. All this stuff's okay. on the internet. Guys, can I point out something about this whole marrying her brother to get him over here thing? Just because they quote unquote got married does not mean they consummated those vows. I don't, I'm going to throw up right uh, I don't want to go there. Uh, that's some movie I don't want to watch. Yeah, well, let's, yeah. <laughs> you guys, it wasn't that long ago in American history that cousins were marrying cousins and siblings were marrying siblings because everybody kept it in the family. That's where Alabama came from, ain't it? Yeah. It, <laughs> it does happen. It does well, happen. Arkansas. It still does. You know, even Oh, here. Timothy. Look, Sorry. if you have a chance, research your family tree. It's probably there. <laughs> <laughs> Kim, I love you. You're so such a racist. Hey, now, I did have a cousin who was awfully sexy. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> I come from the backwoods, too. I'm from Montana and Minnesota. But then we just all need, we all need to realize that we, all our freedoms are slowly but surely drifting away. And one day when it's too late and we can't turn back, it's over. Once they get control, they will never release it. And the only way we're going to get back our freedom is with a real physical revolution of, of a civil war. And that's the only way we're going to be able to get it back. We can fight right back. now to try to slow the progression and try to reverse it, try to prevent it from happening. You, you, may, you may not like Donald Trump and some of the shit that he says, okay? But you know what? Sometimes I take medication that I know is good for me, but I don't like the taste of it. But you know I what? agree. I sometimes, you got to take that medication, live with it for four years, because he's better for the country than socialism or Marxism. 
So take your medicine, grin and bear it like that old castor oil. Oh, my Lord. Oh, that's that stuff awful. was nasty. Yeah. But you know what? It was good for you. So you're going to have to take something that's good for you, even though you may not like it. I like I'm just happy that I can afford my medication. I, I, like, I like your correlation there, um, Tim, between medic medicine and your deciding which way to vote. Yep. What's uh, that saying, Tim? If, if you want to pray for a run, you got to deal with the mud, too. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So we just all need to get down every night and pray for our country because it's right. getting scarier and scarier. And I can't like, imagine. You know, like I told and somebody we're... yesterday, October's going to be a shit storm. We are $28 trillion in debt right now. And after this next bill comes out, we're going to be $30 plus trillion in debt. How are we going to pay this money back? How? We used to be, I remember it was seven trillion. They were saying how big that was. That was back when uh, uh, George W. Bush was in office. Now it's almost 30 trillion. This is ridiculous. Uh, that was 30 years ago, man. There's right. not enough money. You, can't, you cannot tax the rich to get out of debt. There's not enough money in the world. It's never worked before. It, this is how, if you will go back and read the book, How Rome Fell. How the, the country Rome, we're doing exactly how the Roman Empire fell. We get ourselves in debt. Now we're having social turmoil. And that, that is the last collapse of it. And we are on the verge here in America. Collapse. We're 200 and, what, 240 some years old? We have gone past the average length of how a society lasts. We are on the brink right now of losing everything we've got. We, we have to save face as far as a country, and we're still young compared to a lot of countries. And we can't, we can't back down. And we have to learn from our past mistakes. Um, we can't go backwards, so we can't repeat mistakes. Um, right. So a new direction would be nice. Well, they said last night after the elect the debate, there were so many Googles for the Libertarian. It was in, it was a record. So, <laughs> really? it, it, I, yeah, Libertarian. They, they they said there were millions and millions of Google searches seeing who the Libertarian option was. So <laughs> we don't need we don't need a we don't need another Ross Perot for God's sakes, please. If Ross Perot didn't get in the election, there would never have been a Bill Clinton. Yeah. No claim. Nah, good. Oh, we wouldn't have the we wouldn't have had the episode with the cigar. <laughs> oh my! I wonder I who is on the smoking. libertarian ticket this year. Does I have know? no idea who the libertarian. Then you got the Green Party person too. Well, the Green Party sucks yeah. away people from the Democrat side, not from the Republican side. Yeah. Yeah, the Green if Party. I not, if I were not going to vote Republican, I'd look at Libertarian. I would too. <sighs> yeah, but, you know, Libertarians, they just don't do enough pulling of votes to even matter in this country. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they draw away from the Republicans more than they draw from the Democrats. Mm-hmm. That's what she just mm-hmm. said. <laughs> Are you okay, Leon? Oh, just hiccups and... Is that beer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, did you get your hops? I drank mine. Make a little bolter, baby. Did Larry get his beer? I know he was heading to the fridge for one as we were coming on there. He drinks Heineken. 
Is Larry still yeah. with us? He may. There he is. Hey, Larry. Yeah, I drink, I drink Heineken and sometimes Sam Adams. But oh God. Ugh. I like Sam Adams. Well, how does he feel about you? Read that stuff. Well, was for me. So I was looking for something inspirational from last night, and I couldn't figure anything inspirational. The out end of last nothing night. The inspirational about last yeah. night. It's two hours. I will never get back. I can't believe, <laughs> Thank I can't you, believe how fast it was. When I looked at my watch, it said 10.15. I go, my God, this just seemed like it just started. It was just, it was like being stuck in a tornado and you can't get yourself out of. That's what I felt like. And, well, and I had a second debate in the middle of they were, both, they were both so on defense. They, from the very beginning, when they went in there and they were like, hey, how's it going? Hey. Well, I think, I think Chris Wallace as the moderator. Monitor. He Moderator it. could have asked different questions to enable them to be able to talk more rather than just going for each other's jugulars all the time, you know? Mm -hmm. So there would have been how more do dating. How do they choose the questions that are asked at a debate? It's, 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 it's Wallace. Chris Wallace. Beforehand. Chris Wallace does it. Yeah, the moderator does so, so will he be the moderator for the next debate? No, it I know. What? No, the next debate. No. It's supposed to be a town hall affair uh, type affair. Where, I don't know, but it's going to be a slightly different setup. Than now, will will it be President Trump and Joe Biden in the next debate? Well, the no, next debate the is the vice president one. But then the, the next, next one, the two weeks from now, the, next, the one in two weeks is supposed to be a, a town hall kind of sit down. Right, but, right, but will next one in two weeks week be Biden and Trump again, Tim? In two weeks, in two weeks, but, next week is the vice president. But it's going to be us asking questions, ain't I you? just wanted to Yeah, us asking questions yeah. when it's Donald Trump and, and uh, Hyden Biden's back out. Mm. What do you think of the um, nominee for um, Supreme Court justice? Oh, my gosh. She's, I mean, I was looking at her track record. She's, she's done a phenomenal job. She's, she's adopted two um, Haitian kids. But Let's she's being called that. a racist because she adopted two black children who one of them happens to be disabled. She's been calling a racist. Well, she's being she called didn't. a racist because she's a fine, conservative, upstanding, intelligent right. judge. That's why she's being called a racist because the left is attacking her with the only lame excuse they have, which isn't even a legitimate excuse. Colonialism. She did it because she's trying to bring two black children into the white thinking of this world. And so it's a horrible thing that they're saying about her. And, and, and she's Catholic and they hate Catholicism, just like John F. Kennedy went through 40 or 50 years ago. They attacked him because of his Catholicism. Yep. Right. So people need to wake up and start noticing how terrible the Democratic Party truly is. They don't even, they hate religion. They have to get rid of religion to take over this country because no, believing in God and going to church is, is again, that's why black lives matter hates religion. They hate religion. They want to get rid of organized religion. They want to convince people that we're reliant upon the government to take care of us. And that's not, not God. True. They yep. don't want, if you got God, anything's possible, but the, they want the state, the government to be the God. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
Yeah. Well, nobody's going to replace God Almighty, our Lord. Amen. Well, they've been attacking God since they took prayer out of school. And that's all gotten. Now we're slaughtering little unborn children. And, and all we're doing, all, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And one day God's going to turn his back on us and we're going to reap what we sow. And it's going right. to be devastating. I don't you're think right. God's going to turn his back on us, but I think God's going to let us know how upset he is with what we've been doing. It says in the Bible, God gives them up to their own desires. And eventually he's going to give us what we've been desiring all these years. And after that, you're on your own. I mean, it's going to make 9-11 look like a cakewalk. Yeah. Read Revelations chapter 17 if you want to know what happens to America. Read that. Well, I know everything was going bad back when I, you know, I'm the youngest one on this panel. Um, I remember back, you know, when I was in grade school. Did he just say he's the youngest one on this panel? He did. On this panel. Larry's the, the oldest. Youngest. Isn't Kim younger than Leon? I don't know how old Leon is. How old are you, Kim? Do I have to reveal that? Isn't it? Yes, he just did. Isn't it improper to ask <laughs> a lady how her age is? how old he is, and then Kim can say if she's younger or older. He said he's 33. Oh, I'm way older. <laughs> <laughs> she said way older. Oh, so is Leon really the youngest? I thought, okay. Yeah, Leon would be the youngest. Okay, go yeah, ahead. But I'm saying Leon. back when I was in elementary school in the 90s, they, they used to say Christmas break. Now it just says winter break. I'm like, yeah. God. Hell, yeah, hell, hell, Easter um, you can't even say Halloween break. break. I, mean, I mean, Halloween party anymore. You got to say your harvest festival. Well, you can't even say Thanksgiving because you can't give thanks to God for everything we've get, gotten from God. They want to get rid of Easter. They want to get rid of everything. Well, I'm sorry, but Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. They're trying to. I know this. this coming everybody knows you get together just to too. eat, and so we're thankful we get to get together and eat. Oh, and everybody knows it. it. I mean, Christmas. You know, Christmas used to be. I used to totally be into Christmas, but now everybody's made Christmas so commercial and so monetary. You know, what'd you give me? What'd you give me? What'd you give me? That it's what'd not. What'd you get me, Abby? Want some whiskey? I got you the same thing you got me, Timothy. <laughs> I gave you the same gift you got me, that broken darn Keurig. Uh, By the way, yeah, so everybody knows there's about 80-something uh, shopping days left for Christmas, so I'll be waiting Screw you, Larry. Screw <laughs> you. Heck, everybody's stuff has already started. <laughs> yeah, see? I've got an election to get through first. Well, we know who the president is got the Black Friday sales out already. That's the thing. Well, we know who the president is on Christmas Day. We may not know until January who the president. Yep. Probably not. Because Trump could be ahead by 300 votes. Well, the Democrats say, well, we need to find 301. Let's see if we can squeeze some more fake ballots. We'll see. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to come down to to the Supreme Court to, to decide like it was when Bush and Al Gore ran. Well, if we don't have a president Which by January, we're preparing for. if we don't have a president by January twentieth or twenty first, guess who's the president? Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. Yes. And then we're screwed. Then we're fucked. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Is there a law in the books that Nancy yes. Pelosi yes. is the president? Yes. Yes. Nancy Pelosi will be president. Are you kidding me? Oh my that God. is the truth. 
It's in the Constitution. She's third in charge right now. What day does that take place, Tim? Uh, whatever day inauguration day is. If the, we don't have a president by that day, she will become president. For how long? It's temporarily, but she, she'll try to and change she'll, like, that. Aside. Oh, yeah, she will. She'll try to do something to become the, uh, uh, the princess for the United States. Shit. Oh, yeah, she will. Know that. Yep. Yep. You know, she will um, be. And, you know, I, I don't know if you want to leave this in, take it out, whatever. But when she spoke at the NFB convention. Oh, my God. I got so let me Let me tell you. I was all excited to listen and whatever, and but the media does a major fix-up job on that woman. I fell asleep. I, I wanted to fall asleep too. <laughs> no, 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 girl. I did not want to fall asleep. Me and I do know of a, at least one other person who admitted to me that because they're like, "Oh, how? What'd you think of the Pelosi speech?" And I said, "Well, I made it through the first few minutes, and the next thing you know, I woke up and it was over." I wanted to hear it and I actually missed it because I didn't know when it would be on. Well, I did hear it and I fell asleep. So, and she sounded so old. I mean, it was not totally different. Totally different. Yeah. I'm so, so I was like, wow, the media really does a fix up job when they put that on. So you agree with that, Kim? I do. And I, I was listening to her speak with an open mind um, because I don't agree with her politically. And um, I was really worried about what she was going to say to all of us. Yeah. Um, and then she sounded so different. Like you said, she did sound very different. And I think I actually might have dozed off too, honestly, I because did. it was not anything that we haven't heard. Right. And it wasn't anything new. It was all political talking points. This is what we can do for you. This is what we want to do for you. This is what we should do for you. This is how you should vote. Yeah. I and, don't and, need and, to be told what to do. Dick and Durbin did, did the same did thing. Did she speak at the convention? Did yes. She, when did she speak at the convention? Uh, it think was on Friday afternoon. Friday, and then Dick Durbin. general Durbin's, session. Then so Dick she did Durbin, it at the virtual convention that they just had? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then Dick Durbin that. came on later that day, and he was just bashing Trump during the whole damn <laughs> Totally that. It was awful. He started talking about the DACA, you know, all the the uh, and I was screaming at the phone saying, "You guys blew DACA." He was going to offer you making all these people who are stuck with the DACA plus add another three million illegal aliens on to be citizens, but you guys wouldn't take that deal. But he's blaming Trump for everything. And I, I got, I wrote, I wrote the NFB president a letter, and I told him how disappointed I am with the NFB showing their bias with the liberal Democrats. Well, and the thing is that the NFB is not supposed to be a political um, party and or affiliated not, with politics. It's not supposed to be, but it, well, it, we had it well, they should be. lose their they should lose their status as a as a nonprofit organization if 
You know what I mean? We had the it's, Speaker of the House and then the, uh, then the minority and it, leader in one of the Senates, and they were all Democrat, speaking, speaking their puke all over us blind people, trying to say what we need to do. You need to do this. You need to do that. And I, yeah, I gave disgusting. the guy the middle. I wanted to give him the middle finger. Um, Because I've said all along, I don't care who you vote for. I don't need to be told what to do. That's right. Right. And he was telling us what to do. And that's what bothers me. I... um, I did like listening to the the girl that was the intern. Is it the intern for the Justice of the Peace? That that girl was really good. Um, first, I don't remember who. Oh gosh! But anyway, that that was good. Um, there were there were a lot of empowering speeches um, during general session, but that that those two did not impress me. I didn't hear the well, disturbing speech. It was horrible. The NFB is trying to push this thing that they want uh, added into this new stimulus package the, uh, that make our, our devices that we have cheaper. That they, they want the government to pay for it, should I say. They want the access to it, and they want it to be affordable. Well, you know what? Sometimes you just can't get everything that you need. You're not, you don't have to get an iPhone. You can get an Android. It'll be different, but you don't have to have the best. And if you want the best, then you should have to pay just like everybody else does. Mm-hmm. And and once you start begging the government, hey, can you make this cheaper? You're going to give away your your uh, rights in America. You're just begging. You become a used tool by the Democrats and the Republicans. You need to stand and on you're your going own. To, you're also going to get some. You're going to get what you asked for: a cheap product. Mm-hmm. It won't be a product that isn't going to work as well as something. Just yeah. Uh, the reason we have these awesome products is because we paid for them. These companies yeah. need money to to be able to do the research and stuff to create these great products. But right. the, the thing that I like about the NFB is that we fight for and we advocate for our equality and our opportunities to um to work alongside people without disabilities to maintain jobs in the real world to eat um and for equal pay um because we deserve fair treatment as well um and that's not always the case but you should never show up with congress having your hand out for a freebie no i don't like that i don't like to be in dictated is that when we show up to Washington or down into the state capitol, all we want is something for free. And I don't think you should always get something for free. I don't believe the NFB is doing that. I believe that in general, they're not doing that. I think that um, they try really hard to give all perspectives and points of view. And it just was the wrong, the wrong, um, guest speakers for the moment this year they blew it with me i was i was hot mad i was hot mad uh, how much time we got left? <laughs> we can go i i think we have up to two or three hours recording well, I, I got to go because i i told i got a team's meeting at two. Oh yeah go ahead and go leon bye leon, bye, leon. Bye. 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 thanks for joining us today, thank you, leon. i also thank you 
I also need to go. So thank you for allowing me to be a part of the program today. Bye, Abigail. Oh, it was nice to meet you, Abby. Nice to meet you too, Kim. Okay, it's take care. Bye -bye. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Abby. Okay, does anybody else have to go? Because if one other person has to go, I think we should wrap it up. Well, I got to go here in about 10 minutes because it's go getting late in the I afternoon. Guess, I guess it's, I guess, I guess that'll be time. it tonight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay so um, nobody has anything <laughs> quick they want to share? Should we just wrap it up? I think so. Let's yeah. wrap okay. her up. Thank you for joining us today on Becca's World. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Blind View. If you'd like to join us in the future or would like to participate in any of our videos, please email us at info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com. And please be sure to like, share, and hit the subscribe button. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.